On this episode of Right On Radio, we're going to talk, is the dark side really going down? Are we watching it happen? Are we seeing the fall of governments, major companies, corporations, woke corporations, pharmacia, and are we seeing it as a plan being executed? I've got some evidences that you don't want to mince and you want to stick around because I'm going to say something very, very bold in this video. I'll be right back. News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. So if I seem a little bit out of sorts, it's because I've been having some huge technical difficulties uh, for literally three hours. It's It's just been... Pain after pain after pain, uh, but the Lord will get me through it. I'm sure, uh, and I'm praying tech support will help. Anyways, listen, on with the news of the day. There's a lot of stuff happening. As you know, uh, you know, the mainstream media is reporting that we're in the brink of nuclear war. And that could be true. And there's talk of the biggest submarine in the world disappearing and being able to, you know, launch these attacks. But I don't think that's what's happening. And now a nuclear scare? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, certain big cities in the U.S. Yeah, I, you know, uh, it's a good time to get to know God. I'll just say that. I'm not going to give out anything. Although I will give some really bold predictions. In fact, I did it the other day, but I'm going to... Uh, to same with a bit more boldness today. But there's all kinds of evidences, and some of the things have been dripping out over time, over time, over time. And it's just now that these stories are starting to get some traction. So let me show you what I mean. And I'm going to just add this in. So the former CEO of BlackRock reveals collapse is imminent. Now, this is from February of this year. And he, there's a couple clips of him. Uh, I'm only going to be able to play the one, but I will describe the second one to you. But it's amazing that this stuff is being picked up now. And if you don't know who BlackRock is, it's the largest asset manager in the world. So they kind of know what's going on because every single major corporation, they're most likely the largest shareholder. So let's listen to what this gentleman has to say. The global debt uh, bubble is at, is at its peak, and um, it's becoming apparent, uh, given what's going on across the globe, that um, we're at the end. And due to that fact, um, we're going to see um, lots of crazy things in the financial markets. I think uh, we're going to see 
Um, the credit markets become unhinged. The equity markets become unhinged. Um, you know, the Fed got a reprieve from COVID when they were able to, you know, the cover of COVID print 65% more money um, to keep this thing afloat. But we're at the end end days here. And um, a lot of what you're seeing in the response from global governments is what I believe is um, setting up a system to, um, you know, under the guise of medical tyranny, to uh, prevent uh, the riots that are going to ensue once this thing all unwinds. That's my personal belief. And I, I watch what people do know what they say. The global debt. So very interesting comments from him. Remind, Remember, that was back in February. Now, and I'm just going to show, there's tons and tons of articles. So in European Union, there's protests over shortages of food. Uh, it's about the rising costs of everything. Um, <laughs> Europeans are being hit hardest first. And of course, there's always places like, you know, South Africa that have been experiencing much of this and, and it's been by design, I, I would suggest to you. Um, but it's happening everywhere. And just recently, uh, like the other day, so one of the, the largest bank in Canada, for instance, in Canadian news for you, the RBC now sees recession in early 2023, more job losses amid cracks in the economy. And I'd say that's to put it lightly. So everyone is saying this around the world. And one other thing that... Uh, the CEO of BlackRock said, and I'm just going to show for those of you who were watching the headline, and I'm just going to bring it up a little bit bigger here so you can read it. Uh, he warns certain pharmacia that, uh, that, you know, perhaps the three letter, the F and the D and the A agency and, you know, the NIH and all those places. And he's talking about contract law. And what he's saying is, you know, there's supposed to be indemnity. You cannot sue uh, inside of the contract that governments made with certain companies uh, for things that went around the world. But what he is saying is that if one of the parties committed a fraud and didn't uphold its end of the bargain, then the contract is null and void. So anyone who might be a victim of this fraud, and, and by the way, including governments, can actually sue uh, these very, very large companies. And for those of you who are just listening on Podbean, I think you know what I'm talking about, but it's... Uh, you know, all about doing the, the hokey pokey and all those things, you know, that crazy old song that we used to know. So that is very interesting as well. And all these things are starting to paint a bit of a picture. Now, let me uh, go back and show you some more headlines.
Well, let me skip over to this one. So central banks around the world are increasing their gold reserves more than any time in the past 50 years. China, Russia, Turkey, Hungary, Kazakhstan, Qatar, Venezuela, Poland, Germany, France, Italy, add Brazil, add all kinds of countries in South Africa, and that they are going to the gold standard and what they're calling the BRICS system. So they're getting away from the U.S. petrodollar. And there's, there's article after article after article on this and, you know, a lot of mainstream reporting so you know that it is a very relevant story. Now, in the midst of this, and when we look at what's happening, and of course, we're at war right now, and there's the war going on between uh, Russia and Ukraine. And in the midst of this, you know, Russia is doing very, very well because they have supplied, you know, they're very resources rich, and they've supplied not only Europe, but they supply China with much, much of their resources. And since the U.S. tariffs went in, the U.S. economy is being killed, and yet the Russian economy is booming. The ruble's going higher and higher, and he's gold-backed. And now the pact between Russia, China, Iran, other countries is expanding. You're seeing a strategic alliance. And this is as they look upon the United States foreign policy and, for instance, what happened in Afghanistan where they were just pulled out and they left all the equipment to the enemy they were fighting. Hey, listen, here you go. $85 billion worth. This is all being done for optics. The world is a stage, folks. We're seeing it all happen right now. And of course, with the Nord Stream pipeline, um, the videos of what uh, Joey B said and, uh, and his Secretary of State have said have gone publicly. And, you know, obviously the Nord Stream uh, was sabotaged. Sweden says they know who it was, but they won't release the uh, information. But Sweden was also like, was on, aren't they one of the last countries to have joined the United Nations? I wonder if you can just read between the lines there. So painting a picture, all these things I'm putting together for you, they're dots to connect, okay? Because it's all working together for one end. Now, having said all of this with what is happening with Russia and China, and, and by the way, thank you to, I, I don't know if you gave me permission to say your name. Well, I'm going to say it anyways. Eric sent me a great 
uh, great video from uh, Redacted, and he found one little thing that nobody else has reported on, and I want to share that with you right now because that was... This one. Just let me share the screen. So just a couple days ago, Biden's chip controls may force Chinese Americans working in China's semiconductor firms to choose between their citizen or their job. So China is essentially very large in creating semiconductors. Taiwan is by far the biggest, but China is the second biggest, and it's through American companies that are there uh, and building these, these semiconductors. So Biden issues a warning to those U.S. citizens. He says, you either quit or you're denouncing your U.S. citizenship. So none of these people want to denounce their U.S. citizenship while inside of China. So he effectively shut down all of China's chip manufacturing. Now, you might think that that's a smart move. But is there going to be a retaliation? Well, first of all, let me go to another article. U.S. citizens blocked from leaving China to return home. So they've quit their jobs to avoid denouncing their U.S. citizenship, and now they are stuck there, and the U.S. has effectively shut down China's manufacturing of semiconductors and these microchips. Now, we've been hearing some rumors for a long time, but let me play you a video clip. I'm only going to play a few seconds of it. And also during my four years, China never invaded Taiwan. Remember they said, uh, oh, China's going to invade Taiwan. That never happened. I said, President Xi, you're not going to do that. But that'll be next because he sees what happened and he sees the weak leadership that we have. And that very well might be, although, you know, if you really think about it, he may be looking at this disaster going on with Russia. He may say, maybe we have other ways to spend our time. So you never know. But I would say that it's a very good possibility that he will invade Taiwan because he doesn't respect the United States of America any longer. And he had a lot of respect for us a year and a half ago. Under our administration, we had a slogan. It was called. So DJT constantly refers to the fact that he got along with Putin, but he was tough on Putin. And he got along with President Xi, but he was tough on President Xi. This is what he always says. And of course, we have photographic evidence of when DJT was there in China, he went to the Forbidden City. No other president has ever been to the Forbidden City. 
He had the dance of the swords in Saudi Arabia. He actually showed up at Davos in the World Economic Forum. All of these things he did were very unprecedented. And now China, they've been talking about going to Taiwan for years. Do you think they might go there now? Because Taiwan is the largest uh, maker of these semiconductors. For years, China's been building up their sea fleet and putting them all around the sea. And just this week, a couple days ago, President Xi, who's going for his third term, and he's going to be there for life, it seems, he has announced that their full control of Hong Kong is complete and Taiwan is next. Do you think he's bluffing? I don't think so, folks. The last thing I want to show you is this. And just give me one second. Oh, let me drag this over here to that window. Truth Social. Uh, Lynn Wood posted this yesterday. That it was pretty odd. Like Truth Social, this just came around in the last couple of years, right? But the domain was actually registered on... November the 18th, 2011. And there is the proof of that. So when we think, was there a plan? Trump gets along with Xi and Putin. Half of the world is going to a gold-backed currency, including China including Russia, including Saudi Arabia. All of these things are happening right now. And it appears to be going to plan. But what is that plan? Well, there were some postings that said, you know, here's a plan. Trust the plan, dark to light. Well, we have a much better understanding of what dark to light means now. It means dark side of the system will fall as it's planned. So the light side of the system will rise and create this new world of safety and peace. If you saw the program on Friday, you know what I'm talking about. The anti-Christ plan revealed, the show on Friday. <clears throat> peace and safety. Now, dark to light obviously has another meaning as well. And this is something 
that you need to be very conscious of and myself as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is God's plan that these things shall happen. It's clearly written going back to Daniel and right into Revelation that these things will happen. So, God can use whom he chooses to use. If you saw the video on Friday, I make the case that God chooses to use the devil for his purposes. So do not be afraid of these things. Fear does not come from God. These things will happen. We don't know the timelines, but they certainly seem to be happening now. And you've all heard part of the plan was that Israel is last. Saving Israel for last. Well, I'm going to put out a theory. I think I finally know what that means. As I was out for my prayer walk this morning with my dog, it just came to me. If we're watching the collapse of essentially the world banking system right now, amongst all kinds of other organizations and governments. There's a lot of governments that have already fallen. But if we're watching all this happen, who are some of the most powerful and rich people in the world? Who are Who is the family? I'm going to call it to one. Who is the family that is funded both sides of World War I, funded both sides of World War II, controls the entire world banking system that we currently run on. Who is that family? Our childs, something like that. Where is their base? Did they put forth the Belfort Accord that brought Israel back into their homeland and where do they operate out of? So if the banking giants and that are going to be the last to fall, would it make sense that I'm just putting this out there that that is why Israel is last? Let me know what you think in the comments. Now, at the very beginning of the video, I promised you somewhat of a bold statement, and I will express 100% candor with you. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago that the Lord told me that I was to be more bold. And, uh, you know, quite honestly, I'm unafraid. I lean on the promises of God. I'm unafraid. 
but I'm not making any specific claim of myself. I'm not calling myself a prophet. I'm not calling myself anything. I'm a servant of God. I'm a disciple. That's it. Someone who I'm a sinner who's made perfect by the blood of the lamb. I sin every day and I need his blood to cover my sins. Just like you. But if you caught Sunday's program, we did the the finale to the book of Acts. I made two pretty big statements during that. The first, the second one, the ending of the video, I believe the Lord gave me a message to the church, to you, of some things that he is going to be doing. And I want to be clear, because I really feel that I'm to be bold, I believe that was a prophetic word, and I will stand behind it, and you will see. that the, I don't know the timeline, but you will see it will come out as true. The other thing is, I actually made a second prophetic, and I'm not a prophet, folks, but we are all called to prophesy. And on Sunday morning, I was empty. I had been awake all night. And perhaps because I was empty, it wasn't planned to say these things. But I also made a second, I'm going to be bold and say, prophetic statement in there. And many of you might not have caught it because it was right in the middle and it was kind of random, almost had nothing to do with the chapter. But it was the part about God speaking to Abraham from Genesis verses, uh, chapter 12, I believe it's verse 3. And he said, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those that curse you. And I believe, in fact, I think I heard it again today. That's why I'm saying it. I believe that is a, you know, a message to the body, obviously. But I also think it was very personal. Uh, personal for the Right On Radio community and personal for me. That the Lord is going to bless those that bless me and he's going to curse those that curse me. Since Friday, I felt some witchy stuff going on against me. And I believe it came out on Sunday, and I'm repeating it today as a warning. And I'm going to be as bold to say that you will see fruit of this word in the very near future. I almost want to say even this month. I don't, I wasn't given any timeline. I just sense that there's an urgency to it and that some fruit of this will be seen in the next couple weeks. Those who bless us and those who curse us. God is mighty, folks. 
God is large and in charge. And although we face difficult times, God didn't abandon us. We have the Holy Spirit. He has given you everything and nothing shall overwhelm you. Nothing. When you, If you have overwhelming circumstances in your life right now, it's your mind making it much bigger than it is. We all have difficulties. But a lot of the things we worry about are things that are out of our control, so why are we worried? And a lot of these problems and things that come to us, we just make them bigger than they are. Lay it down. Lay it down. Hand it over to God. And then listen to him as he gives you instruction. But usually you can overcome anything just by kind of backwards engineering it. What's the result that we need to get? Does it align with God's will? And then figure out what you have to do to get to that result. And then just start doing it. Step one, step two, step three. When, when you look at big problems in the world or in your life as a whole, they're overwhelming. Don't do it like that. Break them down to little steps. Pray for guidance. Hand it over to God. And then just start walking. I hope I encourage someone today. I really do. Hey, just a couple quick announcements. Uh, there has been a lot of people coming over. Uh, you can still go to My Liberty Stand, by the way. It's still there. But My Liberty Stand is now switchaway.com slash ROR. We're doing something really special. You want to uh, hedge yourself against inflation, folks? Inflation isn't affecting us. In fact, we're we have a proven way of actually overcoming inflation. And there's even ways you can get your shopping for free from a Patriot store made in the USA, no poisonous chemicals, switchaway.com slash ROR. One of your listeners is going to contact you and a lot of friends are being made this way. I apologize to my friends in Australia and New Zealand. I've had a little bit of a glitch. I am going to be contacting back to you. And uh, the last one, I don't do this often enough, folks, but uh, if you'll just hear me out for one, for just like a minute or two. Um, just putting up. Listen, I have a, a support page and uh, I tried to put a new video up there today. I'm having trouble doing that. Uh, but I am listener supported. And I'm very transparent uh, in the patron page there. You can see exactly how much I get every month. I don't hide it. I have a goal that I've stated there. And listen, it's expensive to live. Um, what, what I'm getting right now doesn't pay my bills. Do I do other things like create things like right on you and stuff like that? I have to, 
I have to do other things to survive. But I'm putting out a lot of content for you, and I appreciate any support you can get. Now, I want to be clear on the way I look at this. Most other people who, you know, do podcasting for a living, they'll put up a Patreon page, and there's nothing wrong with that. But a Patreon, what happens is, is they uh, they follow the instructions. Here's how to maximize your Patreon list. And you have different tiers, and, you know, you can get secret intel. Only my insiders get this intel. And if you pay even more, not only will you get this intel, but you'll get a free t-shirt or something like that. Or a question and answer with me. And there's nothing wrong with these things. But I don't do that because I want to get the information to everyone and freely. And I'm only asking that people give to me freely. I'm not saying you're going to get anything in particular. And I'm going to tell you why. If you remember with the Pharisees, they wanted to be seen on the street corner helping out the poor. And Jesus said to them, you've already received your reward. And what he meant by that was man saw him and said, wow, what a great Pharisee that person is. They're giving. So the recognition was their reward. But I say unto you that the Lord will pay you. If you think I'm doing the Lord's work and you support me, he will support you. He will bless you. You don't want a free mug from Jeff. Well, maybe you do, but I much prefer the Lord to bless you. And he promises to do those things. So, you know, could I do the Patreon thing and do it well? Yeah, I probably could. But I want to put in my all my effort to just putting out these type of information shows and ministry shows to you. We're in this fight. Um, God pays for what he orders, and perhaps he'll use you to do it. So uh, go to uh, patron, that's P-A-T-R-O-N dot podbean dot com slash right on radio if you choose to support. May God bless each and every one of you. And remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself and make a difference in your community.